Welcome to Words of Restoration with the Anointed One. I pray that these words will bless you today in the name of Jesus Christ. Today's topic is Be Devoted. Child of God, devotion is love, is loyalty, it is enthusiasm for a person or activity. When you are devoted, it simply means you are loyal. You believe and you give yourself entirely to a person. Some people are devoted to their wives. Some people are devoted to their husbands. Some people are devoted to their children. But it is important for you to understand that when you give devotion, there is a reward for every time you devote yourself to a person or a thing. Because there are people who are devoted to their jobs. And so make sure that every time you're devoted to a thing or a person, that the devotion does not go unrewarded because it is a spiritual thing for every devotion to come with a reward. And so in Christianity, when we are devoted to Jesus Christ, what we're saying basically is that we love Jesus, we are loyal to Jesus, And we show a lot of enthusiasm towards the things of God. No wonder David, King David in the Bible says, he said, I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. Now, it takes a person who is devoted to the Lord to be excited about going to his house. Unlike what we have these days, when church days come, people feel very heavy. People feel uninterested in going to church. Why? Because they are not devoted. And child of God, you must understand that devotion connotes focus. So when you are devoted, you are focused. And what you are focused on, you become. And so whatever you are devoted to, you become, you begin to gradually become that which you are devoted to because it's talking about focus. And so in Christianity, devotion to the Lord is your consistent worship, is your ceaseless prayer, is your continuous love for the things and the people of God. And so you cannot claim to be devoted to the Lord and hate the things of God or hate the people of God, regardless of who they are. Hallelujah. And so you have to understand that devotion means continuous love for the things and the people of God. It also means consistent gratitude and thanksgiving to God for his presence in your life. Now, I want you to know the words that I have used in all of these definitions. I have used the word consistent. I have used the word continuous. I have used the word persistent. So which means it has to be in continuous and persistent method and mannerism for it to be called devotion. And so when you pray once a week, you pray when you remember, you are not devoted to the Lord. Hallelujah. No wonder the Bible says, The hands of Zerubbabel has started. The hands of Zerubbabel will finish. What does that mean? It means that what your hands start, your hands will finish. But this is a promise for those who are devoted to the Lord. If you want to be able to finish what you start, you start your education, your university, you want to graduate with flying colors. You start marriage, you become married, and you want to grow old with your husband or grow old with your wife. Whatever it is that you want to start and finish and be successful, successful at, you've got to be devoted to the Lord for him to make that happen in your life. 
understand this. No wonder the apostle James in the book of James wrote, he says, come near to God and he will come near to you. Now the word come near means be devoted to God and he will be devoted to you. Child of God, I hope you know that the Lord is devoted to you. That's why he called you the apple of his eye. That's why he reassures you over and over and over again. He says, I am your God. I am your protector. He says, I will protect you wherever you go. It takes a devoted person or a devoted God to be to make such a statement that he will be with you forevermore. And that's what Jesus promised with the Holy Spirit. He says the Holy Spirit is coming to stay with you and in you forevermore. So it takes devotion. And so while the Lord is devoted to you and to your progress and to his desire for you in his life, are you devoted to the Lord? Are you devoted? Praise the Lord. And that's why you find that when the children of God seek a closer relationship with God, you find God is even closer than you th- you know. So every time you seek God, you find that he's not far away. He's closer. Why is he closer? When you find out that God is closer than you thought, it's because he's devoted. Because when you are devoted to a person, to a cause, or to a thing, or to an activity, you are never far away from that activity. You are never far away from that person. That person's well-being will be your concern. I've heard Christians who say, I seek to draw close to God's heart. I seek to draw nearer to thee. There's even a song that says, draw me nearer, draw me nearer to thee. In drawing you nearer to the Lord, you are actually asking for devotion. You are asking the Lord to be devoted to you and you being devoted unto him. Hallelujah. And so Christians who seek to draw close to God's heart must understand more about him must obey his commands and hold on to his promises. The impure and double-minded person will have no such desire. And so you find that when people are not very desirous of drawing close to him, of drawing close to the Lord, when people don't hunger and thirst for the Lord, it is simply because there is sin or impurity in their life or they are a double-minded people possessed by the devil so that they are never focused. Child of God, understand something today. When you lack focus in the things of God, you will naturally lack focus in the things of yourself. Hallelujah. You have to understand. And so for you to be devoted to the Lord, you must seek to separate yourself unto the Lord as much as possible. Now, how do you seek to separate yourself from the Lord? The book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2 to 3, it says, and I paraphrase, it says, do not conform to the world, to the system of this world. It says, but renew your mind by the renewing of your mind. So uh, the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 2 to 3 talks about, Renewing of our mind, it says, by not following the system of the world, renew your mind so that you can be able to tell and discern that which is the acceptable will of the Father. So the Bible is making us understand the book of Romans chapter 12, 2 to 3, that every time you are devoted to the Lord, you are able to know what the will of the Father is. And when you know the will of the Father, you will understand the season in which you are in. Listen, child of God, the Bible talks about 
about the sons of Issachar. The sons of Issachar in the Bible, what was unique about them? The Bible says they understood the times and the season. Child of God, if you understand the time and the season, you will never ever make mistakes again. You will never panic. You will never be afraid. Even when what you prayed for does not come or touch your hand soon enough, because you understand the season you were in, you are not worried. You are calm. Why are Christians anxious? Why are we living in anxiety? Because we are not devoted. Because when you are devoted, you will understand your season. You will understand your time. You will understand the period in which you are in. Hallelujah. Listen to this. When you are devoted, according to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 34 to 35, when you are devoted, you cannot be distracted. Did you see that? It's difficult to distract you. It's difficult for you to be influenced by friends who are not Christians or who are Christians but living in sin. It's difficult for you to be distracted by your father, your mother, your brother. When you are devoted, devotion is absolute focus, absolute focus and desire to be in the presence of the Lord all the time. See what 1 Corinthians 7 verse 34 to 35 says. It says, there is difference also between a wife and a virgin. Now, he's talking about the woman that is married and the one that is not married. He says, the unmarried woman careth for the things of the Lord, that she may be holy both in body and in spirit. But she that is married cares for the things of the world and how she may please her husband. Did you see that? He said, the one that does not have a husband is devoted to the Lord. Why? Because she doesn't have a husband. But the one that has a husband is doing what? Is dedicated to her family and to the things of this world. Now, Paul was saying this because he was encouraging people to say, if you don't marry, you have not sinned. If you don't get married, it doesn't mean anything is wrong with you. He says, but even if you are not married, it helps you towards devotion. In verse 35, he said, as this I speak for your own profit, not that I may cast a snare upon you, but for that which is for that which is comely and that you may attend unto the lord without what distraction devotion are you devoted to the lord leviticus the book of leviticus chapter 27 and verse 28 it says notwithstanding no devoted thing that a man shall devote unto the lord of all that he had both of man and beast did you see that it says a man shall devote all that he had unto the Lord, both man and beast, and of the field, which means both his cattle. Remember, in those days, they used cattle; they used animals as 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 assets. It says, both man and beast of the field of his possession shall be sold or redeemed. Every devoted thing is most holy unto the Lord. Every devoted thing. You can see why they cannot kill you. You can see why the plans of the enemy cannot come to reality. He says, everything that belongs to you is devoted unto the Father. So which means everything that belongs to you, including you, you belong to him. And the Father is devoted to you. But the question today is, are you devoted to the Lord? Numbers 18 verse 14, the book of Numbers 18 verse 14, he says, everything devoted in Israel shall be mine. See yet the Lord. Hallelujah. He says, everything that is devoted is mine. So when you devote yourself and your family and your career to the Lord, the Bible says 
The Lord sees whatever you devote to him as his, and he is duty-bound to protect that which you have devoted to him. Child of God, don't use your husband as a weapon against the Lord. I see many sisters, prior to the time they get married, they are devoted, they are in the house of the Lord. Once they get married, you don't see them anymore. The husband becomes the excuse. The husband is the excuse. Oh, pastor, I can't come to church because of my husband. I have to cook for him. I have to provide for him. But before then, you were devoted to the Lord. Hallelujah. The same thing with the men. The same thing with the person who's been looking for a job. As soon as they get the job, their devotion is broken. But you forget that every time you break your devotion, the Lord still is devoted to you. But so why are you not devoted to him? Because your 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 devotion and your commitment is focused onto him. And what you are focused on, you become. And that's why many people who are devoted to the things of God and devoted to the church and devoted to the Lord himself, they look more like the Lord. Hallelujah. To be devoted simply means to be deeply dedicated to a belief or a cause. Many people are obsessed with and follow closely or are devout followers of sports. Many people are devoted to teams, to political figures, to environmental causes. Many people are devoted to a certain lifestyle, to dressing, to their shoes, to their properties. But child of God, the Bible says do not invest in physical things where moths and rats and cockroaches will eat them up. He said, but invest in your spirit, which means you must draw closer to the Lord and be devoted to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible teaches that we should be devout followers of the Lord Jesus. The chief commitment of our lives should be to God. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And this is written in the book of Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 to 38. Since God the Father sent the Son and glorifies him, A commitment to God requires a commitment to the Son. Those who do not follow Jesus wholeheartedly are devoting themselves to something else and are hereby rejecting God. Did you see that? When you fail to devote yourself to God, you reject God. We are warned in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 that we cannot serve two masters. There are no half measures. Either a person is devoted to God or he is not. Hallelujah. In the dedication of the temple, King Solomon challenges the people of Israel to be devout and in so doing explains what devotion to God entails. And he says, he goes on to say, Let your heart therefore be wholly devoted to the Lord our God, to walk in his statutes and to keep his commandments. And this is in the book of 1 Kings chapter 8 verse 61. The essence of devotion is obedience because a person that is devoted to the Lord, a person that is focused on the Lord is also obedient. And that's why you find in the world right now so much disobedience. The Bible says in the last days, sons shall turn against fathers, fathers against sons, daughters against mothers, mothers against daughters. And you find the siblings against siblings, family members, best friends against best friends. Why? Because the true meaning of devotion is lost. You cannot be devoted to a person successfully until you are devoted to the Lord successfully. 
And so the essence of devotion is not just focus, but obedience that comes with the focus. Unfortunately, Solomon did not heed his own advice. Solomon that talked about focus, he talked about devotion. He himself fell foul of his own advice and then went on to serve idols. When Solomon was old, his wife turned his heart away after other gods. This is in the book of 1 Kings 11 verse 4. It says his wife turned his heart away after other gods and his heart was not wholly devoted to the Lord his God as the heart of David his father had been. And so Solomon's association with women had to distract him, distracted him away from the Lord and placed his heart elsewhere and the Lord was not happy. And which was why the Lord took the kingdom away from him. Every true Christian who is devout, you cannot half-heartedly serve or live for Jesus. If you are devoted to Jesus, you cannot do it half-heartedly. You are either in or you are out. You also cannot serve God and live for something else. Jesus made it clear that anyone who follows him must first count the cost and decide if you will follow him completely. Whoever wants to be my disciple, says Jesus, must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will save it. This is contained in the book of Luke chapter 9 verse 23 to 24. A true follower of Jesus Christ is devout because he or she commits every part of his or her life to loving and living for God. Hallelujah. This is not done out of obligation. This is not done out of obligation or to end salvation or God's favor. You, you are not devoted because you are obligated to do it. You are not... Uh, Devoted to God because to, because you want to find favor or cause God to favor you. Instead, we give everything to God because he gave everything to us. Can you see why you must be devoted? You are devoted to the Lord because he himself is devoted to you. Listen, child of God, the Bible says, the Lord says in his word, he says, my eyes go to and fro over my children from the beginning of the earth to the end of the earth. Hallelujah. The Bible says God's people are first and foremost to have sincere and pure devotion to Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians 11.3 says our first devotion must be to Jesus Christ, not to your job, not to your husband, not to your wife, not to your children, not to your business, but to our Lord Jesus Christ. We are to be devoted to prayer. We are to be devoted to fellow believers. We are to be devoted to one another in love. Those who love God are to hate evil. When you are devoted to the Lord, you will hate evil. You, listen, you cannot be devoted to the Lord and see bad things and say it's good. Do you know why men conspire these days to destroy other people? Because they are not devoted. Hallelujah. People who are not devoted become an idle place for the devil to do his work. When you are not devoted, you become selfish. When you are not devoted, you are full of pride. When you are not devoted, you always believe in yourself and believe that everything you get is by your power. When you are not devoted, you are unthankful. When you are not devoted, you look down on others and eventually will look down on yourself. When you are, when you are not devoted, you open doors for Satan to come in. 
And when you are not devoted, you begin to become lukewarm. Listen, the Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 to 16, the Lord says he will spit out the lukewarm, those who are neither hot nor cold. Now, when you are not devoted, you will neither be hot nor cold. Father, today in the name of Jesus, I pray for every listener who is listening to me today, that Father, you will give them a heart of devotion, that you will cause them, O Lord, to walk in obedience, that you will cause them, O Lord, to be focused on you, O Lord, because you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Father, that anyone who has been distracted, O Lord, that Father, you will bring them back to you. Those who have walked away from you who are listening to this broadcast, Father, O Lord, you will bring them back to you. Father, give them a heart that will desire you, a heart that will long for you, a heart that will be devoted to you in the name of Jesus. I come against every distraction in your life. I come against everything that is drawing your attention. I come against evil companies, evil friends. I come against evil communication. I come against evil association. I come against evil programs that you are watching. I come against evil against evil conversations that you are listening to. I come against every evil gossip. I come against every evil job, every evil environment, every evil home where you have found yourself, everything that is distracting you. I come against the letters that they have written you, the letters of problem that are distracting you. I come against the financial worries that is distracting you. I come against the sickness in your body that is causing you to be distracted. I come against the issues that besought you. I come against those who fight against you. I come against wickedness in high places. I come against satanic powers in the mighty name of Jesus. I come against those who are oppressing you today in the mighty name of Jesus. Life and death is in the power of my tongue and today I declare your freedom. Child of God, receive your freedom today in the mighty name of Jesus. And I ask, O Lord, that the grace and the power for devotion will be rested in your heart and that from today you will long and you will desire our Lord Jesus Christ. You will desire the things of God and most of all you will desire his church and you will walk in him just as he is devoted to you. Father, I ask, O oh Lord, that they will be devoted to you too in the mighty name of Jesus. Child of God, you have received the spirit of devotion through this podcast. And that today I want you to go out rejoicing, knowing in your heart that you are devoted now. Now begin to look for Christian materials to read. Look for a church to attend. If you already have a church, please make sure that you join the workforce of the church so that your devotion is sealed by the blood of Jesus. Begin to think of what you will do for your church. Begin to think what you will do for your church because your the church is not just the building. The church are the people in the church, the human beings in your church. Begin to think of what you're going to do for your church. Begin to think what you will do for the Lord. Begin to work for him and begin to spend time in intercession, praying for other people. This is your devotion, your worship, your praise, and your prayer, your ceaseless prayer in the name of Jesus. And as you begin to do this today, the Lord will protect you. The Lord will be with you. The Lord will teach you his ways his face will shine upon you and you shall never ever be ashamed in the mighty name of jesus amen to support this podcast and our ministry so that you can help us to continue to reach people around the world please click on the link in the description 
And until I come your way again, keep living in an atmosphere of restoration. God bless you.